Hi, Ray. Hi, Dad. How are you feeling? I can't really talk. Your throat's raw? Very, yes, sir. Okay. Well, don't don't talk too much. Are you taking the airborne like I told you to? Yes, sir. Okay. Be sure you're mixing up those those airborne packets that were in Hi there. Hi, Dad. I was I was listening to the video you just. Hi, Raiden. No. I... <clears throat> He's got a sore throat, Dad. Is your dad on yet? Yeah, I'm on. Can you not hear me, Dad? Raiden, can you hear me? Yes, sir. Huh. Raiden, Dad, can you hear me? Raiden, tell Grandpa that I'm talking to him, but he can't hear me. Um, Grandpa, are you there? Yeah. Uh, Dad's talking, but I guess you can't hear him. Uh, no, I can't hear him. Try tell him to try log. I'll log again. off. And, well, I don't know where to or not. Yeah, log off and log on again. Oh. Uh, tell him right. No, and he didn't show on my podcast. Um, he said just uh to try maybe logging off and logging back on again. Okay, we'll do that. Is uh is mom and Jacob gonna join tonight, Ray? Do you know? I think mom's asleep, sir. Okay. All right. Look, just the most important is those airborne's. They're not really medicine. They're just vitamin C. They just kind of boost your resistance to everything. So there we are. Eat them up, Dad. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yep, I can. There we go. There we go. Okay. All right. So uh, I was telling you, Raiden has a sore throat. Oh, okay. And so he's uh, he's not talking much. Is uh, is mom on with you, Dad? No, she's uh, pet sitting, so she'll probably be on a little bit. Okay. And uh, let's see. And. My wife's asleep, and Jacob got an invite, and Aaron and Elise are both working. Oh, there's Aaron. Howdy. Hi, son. Uh, Hi, Aaron. Hi, guys. How are you? Fantastic. Phenomenal. Are you calling from your car, Aaron? I am calling for my car. I just got off work. I got some stuff I got to do real quick and at least get off in 30 minutes, but I wanted to uh, tune in. Okay. We're in, uh, we're in Proverbs chapter 20. Proverbs chapter 20 for, uh, for those of us that are turning in our Bibles, Proverbs chapter 20 tonight. And we're going to be starting at the beginning of the chapter. And, uh, Let's go ahead and say our prayers. Yes. Father, thank you uh, for this time together as a family to read your word. 
Please help us to read your word, to receive your word. Um, Lord, as we as we come before your word tonight, we yield up our hearts, fertile soil. We ask that your word would lay down deep roots in us. And if there's anything that we have between ourselves and you, Lord, we ask for your forgiveness. Each of us in our own hearts can address those things now. We ask for your forgiveness and Please feed your sheep. Holy Spirit, as always, we welcome you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay. So, chapter 20, verse 1. Wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. So, obviously, we all know that Jesus drank wine. What he's talking about is a, a drunk. Is he's talking about a drunk. Yeah. Too far. yeah. He's talking about people that they cross the line with this. Wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging. Or uh, wine is reckless and strong drink can cause you to become quarrelsome. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Unwise is the man who allows himself to be seduced by these things. The fear of a king is as the roaring of a lion. Whoso provokes him to anger sins against his own soul. So uh, another translation of that says, The wrath of the king is like the loud cry of a lion. He who makes him angry is is done a wrong against himself. Yeah. Yeah. It's an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Amen. Yes. It's an honor for a man to keep aloof from a problem, to stay out of quarrels. It's an honor for that man to do that. But every fool will be found in the middle of the quarrel. The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore, shall he beg in the harvest and have nothing. Mm. In other words, if we're going to plow the fields for a harvest, when do we plow the fields? We plow the fields in January and February. We're out there plowing the fields. Exactly. In the cold, in the freezing cold, in the mud, the muck, and the rain. In the miserable weather is the time that you plow your fields so that as soon as spring hits, instead of you wasting all that time plowing your field, you're out there sowing seed. You're getting your seed in the ground. Exactly. Five. Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Another translation of that says, the purpose in a man's mind is like deep water. But a man of understanding will discern it. He's going to figure it out. That's good. Uh, verse 6, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man will find. 
That's, or, or let me give another translation, then we'll talk about that. Many a man proclaims his own loyalties. Many a man proclaims his own good things. But a faithful man, where can you find one? So you think about right now, who all has been going around saying that they're calling themselves patriots, calling themselves good, loyal, faithful. They're, they're, they're in the microphone every single day telling the whole world that they're patriots, loyal, faithful, over and over and over again. But they're the only ones that say it. Yeah. Nobody else says that. Their, their, their history certainly doesn't say that. No. I, have, I have a copy of Peter Schweitzer's new book, The Profiles in Corruption, sitting right here next to my Bible. And let me tell you, um, what they have all gotten away with is, is shocking. What they've gotten away with is treason. What, they, what they've gotten away with is way more than any of us know. Yes. Way, way oh. more than any of us are even remotely aware of. And, and the thing is, it's all public information. The government is 100% aware of it, but won't prosecute these people. Right. Double standard. Double standard. They've, they've absolutely, I mean, um, uh, Kamala Harris, the, the, the woman who was running for president, who, just, who dropped out recently, okay? Kamala Harris was right in the middle of these, these Catholic priests who were molesting all these children um, and all this 700 Catholic priests that got away with it and were able to relocate and go to other places. Kamala Harris is the one that took all the evidence and all the witness <coughs> testimonies and destroyed them all. Oh, my goodness. All the while, while the lawyers, the, 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 the lawyers for those Catholic priests, the lawyers for the Catholic Church, and the hierarchy of the Catholic Church were donating millions of dollars to her campaigns. Mm. Where is she, what what state is she located in? California. California. No kidding. <clears throat> and that's and that is just the tip of the iceberg. She's these these people have gotten away with decades yeah. of prolific corruption. Yep. Selling freedom to the high bidder. Whoever can give them contributions to their campaigns those are the people who are untouchable they can't be prosecuted yeah including mafia figures known big time criminals yes yeah it's uh, we don't get term limit then we're gonna lose everything yeah. How they could get term limits on a president and not themselves, I don't I don't know how they managed that. How did they get their own insurance and that and if they serve one day as a senator or a congressman, they have a pension for life. Yes. I know. Not doesn't happen nowhere. No. <clears throat> Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. That's the one we just covered. So those that are going around proclaiming how wonderful they are, and they're the only ones proclaiming it. Yep. That uh, tells you what the truth is. That's exactly right.
the just man walks in his own integrity. His children are blessed after him. The just man walks in his own integrity. And, and, and so um, if we want to establish ourselves, if you want to see yourself blessed, pray that your dad always walks in his integrity. In your prayers, pray for your dad. Say, Father, please help my dad to always walk in his integrity so that in accordance with your word, I can be blessed. Let my dad always walk in his integrity. I know my dad is walking in his integrity. And, and, and I hope that you guys know that you are blessed because your dad, every day, every day is attempting to walk in his integrity. He's not going to be corrupted. He's not going to let the world manipulate him. He's not going to sell out. I won't sell my soul for an extra couple of dollars. That's right. A king that sits in the throne of judgment scatters away all evil with his eyes. So, so what this is really saying, what this is saying is when a, when a righteous king sits on a throne, nothing that is evil can stand before his face. When a righteous king sits on his throne. That is good. And verse, verse 9 and 10 are tied together. Who can say, I have made my heart clean. I am pure from my sin. Diverse weights, diverse measures, both of them are alike an abomination to the Lord. So uh, a double standard in weights and measures is an abomination to the Lord. The Lord hates a man who cheats the scales. He hates a man who cheats the scales. He hates a man that manipulates to get the things that that manipulates a situation in order to coerce to get what he wants. We've we've covered that phrase um, in many forms over and over and over through this Bible study. And my sons have all heard me say it many times. I said it to our customers when they were shocked at how much firewood they were getting from us. I said, the Lord hates a man that cheats the scales. Mm-hmm. And I can't take a chance. Right. I can't afford to take that chance. I, I, I don't have a credit limit that can sustain falling out of favor with God. Yeah, that's right. And who can say, who can say, I've made my heart clean and I'm pure from sin? Nobody can. Nobody can. Because Jesus makes our heart clean. He makes us pure from sin. All right. And he's the only one that could do it. I'm going to turn it over to you there tonight, Dad. We're going to do those first 10 in that. In, in our Bible study tonight, and, and I'm just going to turn the floor over to you. Okay. I've got a pile of laundry here next to me. Mom got on. I don't know where you noticed or not. I did. I saw her come on. Hi, Mom. Hi, darling. I'm sorry I was a little late. That's okay. Had puppies to tend to. That's all right, but you're here. I am. Well, Mom had a good morning. Is uh, that right? Yeah, she had a meeting at the 
and she was with a group of women at the church. You want to share a little bit of that, honey? Oh, I, you know, it was absolutely fabulous. It's our first women's meeting, the heart-to-heart group for the year. And um, Kalyani was there, Kay, uh, as well. But um, we, we were, they were kind of expecting maybe 15 to 20 people. And uh, there were about 40 women there. And uh, some from other churches, some that had just visited but hadn't committed to the church yet. But uh, it was it was so good. Our our worship team led the worship, and there was I wrote it down. Um, wrote it down. Wait, let me let me get it because um, I couldn't remember the the, the term extravagant worship amen extravagant worship people that uh, allowed the holy spirit to move them whether in dance or song or raising their hands it was fabulous and then um the wife of our, our worship leader uh gave her testimony and and it it was it just touched so many women there. So many women. She was. She was basically saying, "You know, I never thought I'd be here, but yeah. but God can God can do things." And and but what she she was so mm, transparent and and honest that it touched basically every woman there. And and um, and then we had uh, prayer and healing service, and I, it was fabulous. I mean, absolutely fabulous. Supposed to last an hour and a half, and it was about three hours. <laughs> I've, I've seen similar things at several churches in the last couple of months, and I'll tell you what's been stirring in my spirit. One of the things that's been stirring in my spirit is that I believe that God called his mighty men for the last couple of years. Yeah. God has called his mighty men to, to go deeper and to begin a revival. Yes. And, and, uh, and the men by and large haven't been doing that. No. And I believe that God has turned to the women and I've seen it everywhere that, that God has, has put a call on the women to uh, be instrumental in this in this revival, if it's going to happen, I, I I believe that 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 our paths, even though God knows the outcome in advance, but our but our trajectory has has many uh, left turns or right turns available to us, mm-hmm. and uh, and and our decisions and our actions will consequence in the direction we go. You know, um, but I, I have seen definitely the mighty, the mighty women of God raise, rising up to, uh, to push the churches to go deeper. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all right. And that's, that's, that's an awesome thing. I just wanted yeah. to affirm your testimony. That's all. 
Yeah. yeah you know, it happened with Paul where women blessed him. And yeah. it happened with Jesus. Several women followed along. I mean, quietly, but they followed along and served the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we we we're in a we're in the last days. And we need to be quite aware of how we live. Father, we come tonight to you knowing, God, that you are a mighty God. And as we think right this moment, Lord, of David bringing in the ark and his, one of his wives made fun of him and told him how, what an idiot he made of himself. He said, I was praising my God. And he says, there's nothing too, too much that one can do to praise him. And Lord, that is true. And my heart's desire is to see many, many men begin to come and work in the vineyard, Father. Lord, we pray that great harvest will become, start coming about, Father, through men being faithful. And I pray for your Holy Spirit to direct each one of us. Lord, we know that uh, there was a fake trial. Lord, just went by us, Lord, with our president. A trial, Lord, with not allowing both sides to bring witnesses. Totally corrupt, Father. And Father, I pray that your Holy Spirit will bring about a great win for our president, Father. I understand, Lord, that New Jersey had room for 7,000 people to come. They've had 175,000 people trying to get there. So, Father, many are turning. Lord, we pray that you put a light, a fire in the souls of men and women that are yours, Father, to be faithful and to get out and vote. Because, Lord, you said you put them in office and you removed them. So, Father, if your people, if your people who call themselves by your name will humble themselves and pray, and we all turn from our wicked ways, Father, and you will be able to heal this land. So, Father, that's what we're praying. That's what we're asking. That's what Nehemiah prayed, Father. And we just ask, God, that you will direct our hearts to do just that, Father. And we just pray, Lord, that you will direct our court system, our state system, Father, and our city, cities, Father, all over the United States, and cleanse, Father, the enemy from each of these places. And I tear down the walls of the enemy that they have no authority to continue. And I loose them from their assignment through Satan. Father, I pray for our family. I lift up Sky and Maria to you, Father. I ask your mighty hand and your blessings be upon that home. That you will direct their paths and teach them your ways, Father. 
I lift up Raiden to you, Father, for this uh, throat, sore throat, not feeling good. And Jacob, Lord, I believe is in the same condition. I just ask God that you touch these two young men and bless them in their lives. I lift up to you, Tannis. Ask God that you will move in his heart, direct his heart, Lord, back to you. Ask, Lord, you bless Aaron and Elise. Direct their hearts and guide them. Fill them with your presence and love. I lift up John, Lord, that you would bless him in a mighty way. Lord, remove every obstacle that Satan has put in his way. And ask God that you free him and cleanse him. I lift up Mel and her family to you, Father, that you do a mighty work, Lord, in their family. For Kay, Father, we lift her up. And Father, I lift up Gwen to you. I pray your mighty hand be upon her tonight and give her rest. Lord, that you will bless her mightily. And thank you for her godly stance, Father, for you. And we just ask, Lord, that you continue to bless. And Lord, we, we lift up Garrett to you tonight. We don't want to forget this young man. We ask, Lord, that you heal that hand completely. You show him your your ability, Father, and your love and your grace. And to his mother who has cancer, Lord, that she will be cancer-free. And we just pray, Lord, your mighty hand bless that family. Lord, I lift up my pastor to you who had the end of his finger cut off this, this week, Father. And I just pray, Lord, for complete healing. I pray, Father, for the fingernail to grow back. And just ask you, God, to touch him and bless him. Such a precious family. And we praise your Father for our church. Lord, all that you're doing in our lives, we just give you praise. And we honor you, Lord, with our mouths and with our actions. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Everybody be blessed. <laughs> Good night, family. We love you. I love you, babies. <laughs> Good night.